This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. Amazon is launching its own game. Walmart is dropping its jet. And AT&T drops its 5G evolution. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week. And it's Friday, May 22nd, 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss. In this episode 58 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live on Facebook and on YouTube at GNC Week in Review. So be sure to say hello in chat or comment. If you missed the live video, you can catch the replay later. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to the GNCWIR channel on YouTube. If you have a comment, be on social media or email, and that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. Um, before jumping in with the tech news from this week and from um, geeknewsun.com, I want to make some changes um, to the podcast. Um, I've been thinking about doing that for the past few weeks and um, had some doubt on how to make the, the content better and grow um and we've gotten some listeners which i do appreciate i really really do appreciate it so i decided to reach out to the um uh, to the podcast network and um and i worked with this gentleman um for c and actually i met him at ces 2018 um he's uh with uh, also part of tech podcast network and with also he heads up um, Plug It's Live and his main flagship um, podcast, FI, Refreshing Technology, which is an awesome podcast. I highly recommend you check it out. So I spoke with him, you know, on what I want to do with the podcast and bring him on. So I'd like to introduce uh, right now on the podcast, uh, hopefully the next co- our co-host for GNC We Can Review is um, Scott Ertz. Scott, welcome. Thank you. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. Uh for for those who don't know me, I uh, I currently do uh, either either host or produce eight shows because I'm insane. So you know what's one more? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. No, you. I watched your I watched F Five Live with you and um, even Pil- Pilch on, and you guys have got a great podcast. And I listen to I watch it. I catch the replay on my podcast app, which PS on pod, Podcast Attic. I don't know if you heard what happened with Podcast Attic, but everything. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, not Podcast Attic. No. Um, but anyway, that's a different stuff. But that's different. Uh, that's a different day. Um, but so I, I catch you guys on a replay. And um, basically, with my podcast, and as you probably know, and a lot of listeners don't know or viewers don't know, is um, Geek News Central is what I, I'm an executive producer for the podcast for Geek News Central. And this podcast, GNC Week in Review, is an extension of Geek News Central. Um, Todd Cochran, who's the host, does uh, tech news um, Mondays and Thursday evenings. So my intent, when he was asking, I should have my own podcast, I'm like, well, I want to take what's best of, GNC, of Geek News Central and expand it to a week. All the tech news from the week. Um, a lot of tech news happened during the week. You know, not just Mondays and Thursdays, but a lot of stuff happens during the week and on the weekends. So um, I kind of like the same format, somewhat like um, Geek News Central, um, about what's going on in the news, but also you know what 
the, our thoughts are, my, right. you know, his thoughts are on and everything. So, and with, with F5 Live, you have um, news that's going on the week, a couple of stories are in a week, and you have a gaming news, and you have what's um, streaming as well. Mm -hmm. um, Gadget which gaming, I, internet media. Right. So, um, so I decided to um, take incorporate that mix of what you guys do, not like copy it exactly. Right. But I want to like condense it, like bring it, expand it to a whole week of tech news and give a wrap up of what's going on during the week. And at the end of the the tech end of the tech news, there's some stories which I find pretty find pretty hilarious and things to think about. So, so again, going back to um, with the um, with the podcast, I've been doing the podcast since um, 2018, and I only have 58 episodes now. 58 episodes in the uh, in the can. Um, as of now, <laughs> so I wanted to, and I know with, um, and I didn't want, we're not going to bring up COVID-19. There's a lot of COVID-19 and the got and there's, and there's a lot of people that are, have, pa have passed away and a lot of tech companies have, um, uh, IFA's conference can't, well, actually no, the IFA, IFA is ongoing now in Berlin, but a lot of conferences, camp, Comic-Con is canceled a lot. Um, My, uh, Microsoft, South, Microsoft, Microsoft build, build is literally going on right now. Uh, but right. totally virtually, right? So there's a lot of things that's been um, that's been going on. Uh, a lot of conferences have been canceled, what have you. But the news does not stop, right? So, um, so I was thinking I took some time off because uh, there was very little news. And, but then I'm thinking I want to like make this podcast better, and that's why I reached out to Scott a couple weeks ago. You know, his thoughts of coming on, and um, you know, and make the the podcast grow better, and and hopefully. Um, you know, it'd be, it'd be great for the podcast. You know, I'm not, and a lot of this until we talked about, you know, when we were at CES 2020, you know, that we're independent media. And it's fascinating if you guys caught catch a lot of coverage on Geek News Central. Um, it was, uh, you know, to meet these interesting products, and there's a lot of medical tech, and, uh, it, you know, it was like immense. And I wanted to, and I have to apologize because I sent the files to you, got to you and Todd. I was trying to get more photos and video and I was trying I was going to have some video on YouTube, but you need a thousand subscribers on YouTube to make do live video. So some of the video I shot was on Facebook and I did post a lot of things. I did share the video from TPN, what have you. But um, so, yeah, so basically, um, you know, I want to um, expand again. Basically, that's my whole goal for this podcast. And hopefully Scott and I's our goal is to with the podcast, you know, incorporate things. If you, if, if you have any comments, you know, love to hear from him, this email, you know, there's links on the, um, at gncweekly.com slash connect. If you want to, you know, more new tech news about gaming, more tech news about movie streaming, you know, what do you, I mean, love to hear your thoughts and comments, you know, because, I'm, I'm, because, because none of us do this for us. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we don't put the time into, into a show like this or, you know, uh, my shows or CES or any, we don't do that for us. We, right. We, we do that for our listeners, for our viewers. And so, mm -hmm. you know, being able to, to tailor the things that we talk about to the things that our audience are interested in yep. is uh, the important thing. So definitely reach out. We always, I, I always love to hear what people have to say. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> about a show too. and i uh we're if you're if you're watching live uh we're we're on youtube uh yep. live right YouTube. now so mm -hmm. while we're talking comment let us know yes. uh we we always love to hear <laughs> hear what people are thinking and saying about uh about the topics as we talk about them so absolutely 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 that's right, the so reason we'll... to do it live 
<laughs> exactly. Right. We do. Where's that? Uh, we do. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump in with the tech news um, from this week. And first up um, is uh, Amazon's been involved, um, and that's why I brought your expertise, Scott, on the on it because uh, the top story is Amazon's been in the gaming space for a long time. It has they have they have Twitch, um, but now they want to get into um, game development with a new release, um, Crucible. Um, now. This is a new free-to-play PC game, and it's a competitive shooting title. It's a cross between Overwatch, Gears of War, and League of Legends. It's the, from what was reported, it's the first big-budget um, original game that Amazon Game Studios has released, and the company hopes it will compete with titles like Fortnite and Apex Legends. Now, we talked about it before the show. Like Amazon's like really trying to compete with the big boys. Now, yeah. are they going to like? Um, now you mentioned about we want before the show we were talking about the merch and I didn't think that merch was really that I always thought the game was more important than the merch. So do you think that do you think Amazon is going to really try to like you know flex its muscle gaming muscles and beat out Sony and Microsoft? I I don't know um, the the types of games that they're developing right now, uh, and, and it's important to note that it's right now because uh, this is. While it's the first Amazon game studio game, it's technically their second game uh, because mm. they have uh, Twitch Sings, which is the karaoke title that they built with uh, Harmonix. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you take uh, Twitch Sings, uh, this one, uh, the there, there's two more. There's a, there's a, a Pac-Man game. And uh, what do we call the fourth one? I can't think of it now. Uh, um. Uh, yeah, hmm. I forgot. <laughs> um, so, so they've got four titles. One's already in the wild. One literally just launched, uh, mm-hmm. and then two more are coming uh, in the near future. All four games are very streamable, uh, and that's the important new part. world. That's it. New world. They're, okay, they're all very streamable games, mm-hmm. which isn't the thing that Microsoft or Sony really do it's what activision does it's what uh ubisoft kind of does uh it's what ea does but microsoft and sony's games are usually a little more uh either just story or fun they're not always necessarily streamable um Mm -hmm. so i think they're going after uh activision's uh uh, dominance here uh because you know You've got you've got Overwatch from Activision. You've got Epic Games with Fortnite, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. uh, uh, PUBG, games like that that are very streamable. Mm-hmm. And so I think they want to have the entire ecosystem, right? So they'd have not just the streaming service, mm-hmm. but the game, the merch, and the mm-hmm. store in which to sell the merch, all in one got thing. It. And then if you're a, a Prime subscriber, mm. you get other things in the game Gotcha. that you don't if you're not a Prime subscriber. So mm. there's kind of all these things that Amazon is looking to pull all of its pieces together into one thing. And I think that kind of explains the games that they're building, because this one is basically Overwatch. Uh, OK, so, you know, if you look at it from that standpoint, you know, mm. it's a overwatch is a very streamable game it's one of the most popular ones out there right so i just didn't i just didn't realize i just didn't know that i just thought i mean amazon you know they i know they bought twitch for how much like how many billions of dollars 
Oh, it was 15% more than, than, uh, uh, was it Facebook or Google? Google was offering mm. them. Amazon ended up offering fifth, like 15% more. I think it was 11 wow. or something like that. It was a tremendous amount of money. OMG. Yeah, but it was I a just, lot of money. I mean, it would be a street, it would be a good, but they've already for... paid it off, which, which is a big deal. They've already paid off the investment. I see. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would think that, um, that, you know, cause Google has, their, has their city games. I would think that, you know, um, you know, they should have bought, they would have bought Twitch, but you know, who's, who's, <laughs> Amazon, who's offered, Amazon offered more money. Google yeah. had, Google had, uh, the first bid. And I remember being in my car, uh, in or I guess it was Nick's car. We were heading to a, a thing in South Florida and we were talking about it because it had just hit that Google had offered all this money for Twitch. We're like, wow, Twitch is going to be part of YouTube? That's crazy. <laughs> and then like two weeks later, they're like, nope, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It was a shock. I wasn't expecting Amazon to come out of it. I, I didn't even think, because when I heard about it, I saw the news, I'm like, why would Twitch really, I mean, why would Amazon buy Twitch when really Twitch is basically, and if I'm wrong, correct me, I thought, because Twitch is basically YouTube in a sense, only you see people play games. Isn't that really the whole, I mean, is that really? Yeah, uh, it's it's mostly the YouTube live side of things, mm -hmm. um, but Twitch has expanded outside of just gaming. At this mm -hmm. point, uh, artists use it while they're drawing and painting and animating and stuff. There's all kinds of stuff on Twitch today okay. that wasn't there before Amazon bought it. So Amazon, I think, okay. had a had a vision to convert Twitch back into what Justin.tv was, which is okay. what Twitch used to be. Oh, okay. Okay. Same, same company. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. It was literally, literally the same company. Uh, and then they shut Justin TV down to focus on Twitch, and then Amazon bought it and turned it back into Justin. Okay, wow, <laughs> goes pro, goes pro circle. <laughs> Indeed. All right, um, all right. So moving on, um, there's some Walmart news. Um, Walmart says it's uh, discontinuing Jet.com. Uh, Jet was purchased for 3.3 billion dollars in 2016, but it'll be shelved. But uh, we shall, but Walmart said, quote, the acquisition of Jet.com nearly four years ago was critical to accelerating our Omni strategy. Um, Walmart's CEO, Doug McMillan, explained the, shut, the Jet shutdown on a retailer's earnings call, saying, quote, or part of the statement is a long, long statement. I'm not going to read it all. Um, One decision we made to discontinue Jet.com while the brand name may still be used in the future. Our resources, people, and financial have been dominated by the Walmart brand because it has so much traction. We're seeing the Walmart brand resonate regardless of income, geography, or age. The Jet acquisition was critical to jumpstarting the progress we made the last few years. And um, there's a long more statement on, on this. Yeah. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But my whole thing is this basically, I think the reason why, and if I'm, and this is speculation, the reason why I purchased Jet.com back in 20, a couple of years ago, I think they were making a play. Again, going back to what I mentioned before, making a play for Amazon. I think they're making a play for Amazon. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, they're, before they bought Jet.com, their online marketplace was small. Uh, mm -hmm. It was mostly just their own products. Um, and the thing that made Amazon work was that Amazon had started to turn into eBay. Right. Mm -hmm. Where where it was a lot of third party sellers that all got the benefits of Amazon. So a third party seller could 
you know get the free shipping for their for their buyers through prime and things like that and mm -hmm. so walmart didn't have any of that mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. bought jet because a jet was serving a different market um because there was a lot of four years ago in 2016 there was a lot of i won't shop at walmart sentiment because you know be, because they were still like dealing with the the uh, employees didn't get health care and things like you know there were there are all those uh, uh, conspiracies and things that were all about the company um, mm -hmm. and so they bought Jet because it served a different market and because it served that market differently. Uh, mm -hmm. They've at this point they've incorporated most of the technology and most of the talent from mm -hmm. Jet into uh, Walmart.com, so it makes sense to see this go away. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not surprised. I, I, and I, I thought it was inevitable when they bought it. And also Walmart has been kind of uh, focusing back their energies on their core businesses uh, because mm -hmm. they also just sold Voodoo, uh, what, two weeks ago. Yep. Uh, so they're really kind of focusing back on what their core business is and not messing around with things that are on the peripheral like Voodoo. So. Yeah, and also too, no one, and also the, it's a, the name brand recognition. No one really knew about Jet.com only in passing. I didn't. I mean, I heard, I saw that on on in the tech, you know, tech news circles, but uh -huh. it wasn't. It didn't gain like a for me as far as again name. I mean, Microsoft is a brand, name brand recognition. You have Walmart, Amazon. If you know what those words, those those names are, you're golden. But Jet.com, if you ask someone on an ordinary person on the street. You know what you know about jet you're not going to get a clue of what that is but so but that's not who jet's target demographic was true that is true <laughs> no you're right jet, no you're right jet, jet knew who its market was they targeted mm -hmm. it well and they didn't care if anybody else knew who they were mm -hmm. that's true so you're right uh you're right. i mean you could get you could get name brand electronics for super cheap from jet um so they they knew who their who their target demo was I didn't even know. I didn't know that. And you mentioned I didn't even didn't even know that um, that you get cheap electronics on there. I didn't know that. I it just thought like, it was like a like a what for the podcasting community is obsessed with B and H photo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Jet Good was metaphor. Jet was very similar in that you could get kind of the same, you know, kind of oddball products, right? Like like my roadcaster over here. You can't mm -hmm. get that from. Really, you can't get that from Amazon. You can't get it from Walmart. You kind of have to get it from B&H. Right. There's a couple other retailers, but not really. It's kind of yeah. B&H. And it's always less expensive from them than it is from anybody else. Uh, right. Cameras are the same way and things like that. Jet was the same thing, but it was for like you know, things like uh, MacBooks. Mm -hmm. Now, it wasn't right now's MacBooks necessarily, but it was way less than buying it from Apple. Mm. Well, speaking of uh, B and H, Todd bought this microphone for me from B and H, <laughs> along with the stand. So, <laughs> my, my roadcaster came from B and H. I totally understand. I definitely, I, like I said when I, we were talking to you a while back, I'm definitely I want to get you know the, that broadcaster. We were, when I was working on it when I was TD and at the CS, it was amazing, amazing product. I love this thing. All right. Speaking of um, more um, Walmart news, um, and this, I think this ties into this is like an Amazon. I should have titled the show, titled the show, uh, the title, the um, the uh, title differently. But oh well. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> so what we should what we should do is like if something comes up like a show title, we should like it come out with it like right out you know right out of the shoot right out of the gate. 
All right. Um, so uh, next in the, in the Amazon or yeah, Amazon Walmart news, um, they have quietly launched two affordable new Android tablets take on Amazon's Fire tablet in the U.S. Um, the new tablets um, offer several upgrades over the own tablets launched last year, along with an updated design. There is the $99 8-inch own tablet pro it has an 8 inch hd lc display and is powered by a 2 2.0 gigahertz octa-core processor paired with a 2 gigabyte of ram and 32 gigabytes of storage um it also runs the also part of the specs runs the latest version of android out of the box there's no word if it's android 10 or not um, and then there's the walmart's then also there's the walmart's uh, $129 10.0 inch own tablet pro as a 1080 display and comes with the three gig three gigs of ram now my take on this is that again i don't know if uh, the latest version is android 10 or not uh on these two tablets i have an amazon fire to be honest with you i love my amazon fire i really don't think i mean i think this is for like um i don't know like a lot of times when they're running apps on the on these tablets they're not Port, they don't port very well on. I heard a lot of on people saying that they don't have, um, you can't run Google Play services on it. You can't have. There's only like certain limited apps on the uh, on it. So I don't know if it's going to um, fare well. Or I'm not saying they're going to sell well, but so 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 what I'm looking at uh, the information I'm looking at right now, uh, which comes from Android Central, which is usually a good source of uh, of, mm -hmm. of Android news. Uh, yep. uh, Walmart hasn't technically announced the hardware yet, but okay. <laughs> the information is out and that, um, they will be running Android 10, oh, okay. um, which is good. Uh, they're, right. they're using a, a, a decent media tech processor. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, the suggestion that I'm seeing is that this will, uh, this will be running Android proper. Mm. Uh, which is a big deal. It's a big difference. Uh, it's one of the things uh, Avram talks uh, in uh, Pilch Point a lot because he does a lot of like kids technology because right. he has two young kids. Um, mm. The Fire kids tablets are great, except mm. things like the Lego Dimensions app, for example, mm -hmm. only available from Google Play. Okay. And you have uh, to... And you don't do how do you now i don't know if you do you, um do you force not force um do you uh, have to put a manual rom in for that or is it or is it really that hard to put it on he he ends up just using not the kids tablet mm. for stuff like that Rooting because it. it's just okay. not it's just not worth his time but mm -hmm. if this is if this is running android proper that right. means this is going to have the google play store which right. means for 99 bucks for an 8 inch tablet I mean that's that's not a bad price, and you don't have to have to deal with the limitations of the Fire Store. Right. It's not, you know, that's they might actually be able to be competitive in that space. Mm. Uh, and I can go into a store and pick it up today. Right. <laughs> I don't have to wait Curbside. for time shipping, which, <laughs> which, you know, with what's going on right now, could be a couple of days. With, right. With this, I could order it online or go into a store, and I mean, if it was. If they have launched it, which they haven't, but by the time mm -hmm. you're listening to this, they might have. Right. <laughs> you could theoretically go pick it up today and not have to wait for the same general price. Eh, mm. it, it might be worth thinking about. 
Well, I had uh, well, I got, again. I have an Amazon Fire, and I love the my, I love it. Um, it's mm-hmm. uh, I think it was I got the ten inch, and I think I spent one twenty. I think, um, but it's not. It's a good tablet. So I I was not really um, you know I guess Walmart's really trying to because um, they're in they have the tech and you mentioned we talked about before the show about the own um, tech brand. I didn't even like I said I didn't even know they had <coughs> excuse me they had they had um, the existing one so they they've got a couple of white label brands uh own is probably the one they've leaned into the hardest in the last couple of years um Mm. i wasn't a hundred percent aware of it myself until uh for people who know me they know the disaster that that is the the monster illuminescence product line that if you're watching the video you see me holding up uh i I wasn't really aware of the own stuff until I was in the store on Thanksgiving dealing with that stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I mean, even, even us, we, we live in this space and we weren't hundred percent right. aware of it. So that's right. not great marketing for them, but if they, can know, get, right? if they can, if they can get something like this out in the wild, right. And start mm-hmm. getting some traction on this, then people might, you know, see chargers and cables and lighting and things like that. And, mm-hmm be aware of it so this is a risky move because if it yeah. turned out to be a a crappy tablet it could cause some trouble oh yeah absolutely and i think that maybe um because i know best buy has their insignia branded but didn't they mm-hmm. change their name recently or is it still insignia i don't know i know there's a lot of changes happening at best buy even though the corporate logo changed about a year ago so it's yeah. possible mm-hmm yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm kind of interested. We'll see what's going to happen. I wish I can, you know, I'm not, you know, get a review unit, but you know, that chance of may getting that or like slim to none. <laughs> All right. And um, other news: um, AT and T has insisted on labeling its uh, upgraded LT network as "quote 5G evolution" in air quotes. Where if you're watching and or if you're listening, I'm doing air quotes. Um, but it's now changing its tune because um, it's facing um, a lot of pressure from the industry. AT&T told Engadget that it will, again, I'm using air quotes if you're uh, listening and watching or watching, um, with the, <laughs> said it will comply with the recommendation to discontinue the 5G evolution branding from the National Advertising Review Board. It's a uh, BBB-run body. It serves the ad industry self-regulator. And it's a mention that um, AT&T had when they were finally caved in and said, Quote, AT&T respectfully disagrees with reasoning and result reached by the panel majority. AT&T customers nationwide continue to benefit from dramatically superior speeds and performance than its current network provides. As a supporter of the software regulatory process, however, AT&T will, will comply with the NRA, N, NARB decision. Now, my whole thing is that they should have... They should have not put this out there. They've marketed themselves on, on commercials, websites. Every tech company and every or tech site, I know Todd's mentioned it. You've mentioned it on your show, on your show a couple of times over the past few years. They're not 5G. No. <laughs> so this is this is the exact same thing. Ah, and that this has angered me for 10 years. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing that happened when when the LTE transition was happening mm-hmm. and T-Mobile kept advertising that they had the first nationwide 4G network and they didn't. It was, it was 3G. They were, mm-hmm. they were trying to claim that because it had its speeds 
were within the range of the minimum of 4G speeds, that it was mm. a 4G network, which it wasn't, mm-hmm. which we coined a term that I saw uh, CNET and Gadget use, which made me happy. Uh, <laughs> we called it FOG, F-A-U-X. <laughs> and when I saw CNET and Gadget use it, oh, it made me so happy because we had a whole debate. It was my, I think it was my first CES and we were sitting uh, in the, the hallway at the Venetian outside of something, who knows what. And we were having a conversation with Engadget and CNET and they're all like, no, it's 4G. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Are, you're messing with me, right? <laughs> and they're like, no, it's 4G. I'm like, it is not 4G. It's LTE and WiMAX. <laughs> it is Edge. Don't let them trick you too. And that's what happened here. AT&T said, because the speeds were within the minimum of 5G that they were going to call it 5G evolution, which is at least a little better because it is the evolutionary predecessor to a a proper 5G network, Mm. which is true. (laughs) So it's a little closer to true. But when you look at your phone, mine's in in the office, when you look at your phone, it says 5GE. It doesn't have the word evolution. It has a big 5G and a teeny tiny little E, <laughs> which, which makes it very misleading. Mm. So I think this is great. I think this is important because this annoys me to no end when companies like this blatantly lie and then label the devices that way. Mm-hmm. And I saw that and also said um, else, it said elsewhere in the, in the news that they're still going to put the – they're still going to have the, the icon still there. So that's probably going to be like, yeah. (laughs) So they're going to still probably, so they're going to have to do it like a software push, but I don't know how long that's going to be. That could be like, God knows for how many years, but, but yeah, Um, I'm glad the, the, uh, believe it or not, that labeling comes from the towers. Mm. Oh, Uh, okay. Those icons actually get pushed by the tower. So, uh, they have to up, they just have to do an update to their towers and all the devices will just pick up on it. It's actually a, a cool way that all that stuff works. Okay, cool. All right, awesome. All right, very good. Good news to hear all around. Okay, despite <laughs> AT&T's grumblings. <laughs> yeah, I don't care that AT&T's unhappy about it. It's the right move. <laughs> right. Agreed. 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 All right, in other news this week, um, meal kit delivery. Now, when I saw this, it was like, oh, my goodness, and this is like another data breach. Now this hit Home Chef. I have never, I didn't know about Home Chef till now. But uh, meal kit delivery service Home Chef on Wednesday confirmed that a data security incident exposed some customer information, including names, email addresses, phone numbers, and the last four digits of credit card company, credit card comp, credit card numbers. Say that five times real fast. <laughs> <laughs> the company said encrypted password as well as account date account details like frequency of deliveries and mailing addresses may also been compromised. May also have been compromised. Compromised. Home Chef spokeswoman, spokeswoman Maris Callahan said in a quote, uh, said in a statement, quote, we're taking quick, aggressive actions to investigate the situation and prevent similar events from happening in the future. Uh, they also mentioned that in a, uh, in a FAQ about the incident, Home Chef says emailing affected customers and current people to change passwords and abundance of caution. Yet again, another data breach. Yes. I mean, we... What is like, please, I mean, I don't understand like with we're like this with all the technology out there and there's so many different like security, 
I, I'm just like every time I see this in the news and like this happened this week, this happened like a few days ago, like and God happens knows every how- day happens every day. I 20, mean, for, for our show, 2019 was our year of security. We literally called it our year of security. Um, and it was it was prompted actually at CES 2019 when uh, when uh, YubiKey approached us and uh, I switched over to, over to YubiKey for everything that'll let me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have not looked back. Good. Um, so and that prompted us to, to focus on security in 2019. And then it just got to the point where. It's like every day. Oh, well, t- today Home Depot's credit card information was exposed. It's like, oh, you'd have to have a whole site just dedicated to data breaches. Oh, there's like it was this one, Equifax, um, Target. Um, what else? Target. Target was 100% their own fault, though. They allowed stuff to be installed inside their system. Wawa. I forgot about Wawa, too. Oh, God. Yeah, I because I was I know you're down in in uh, South Florida. Is Largo South Florida Largo South Florida or is Central. it Central? Okay, so in Wawa, if you if you don't know, if people don't know in Northeast, Wawa is like a is like the biggest like it's kind of like a um, Circle K. So Wawa is like the place to go to get your hoagie. Let me tell you, the hoagies are out you know outstanding. Like, that's another story. Um, so yeah, <laughs> um, this was back people, in people from. From the 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 far south, will argue with you because they'll tell you that Publix is the place to get a sub. True, actually, I've been <laughs> I've been to Publix. I was my uh, my my sister lives down in Florida, um, in Fort Myers, and I right. I have to admit I have to admit the Publix hoagies, they're they are the awesome. I agree with you one or ten percent. I agree with you one hundred percent. Can't beat Boar's Head. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, Wawa. Um, and this was a true story. I um, this was two. Was it last year? I think it was. I went to a Wawa. I used to go to the school, um, Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and I would go to the um, go across the street to Wawa to get some, you know, get something to drink. Mm-hmm. And then I found out I got an email. Actually, I got an email or a phone call from my credit union that. They got hacked. This, I heard about they got hacked a couple of years ago, I think a year or two ago, but I got an email recently uh-huh. that my card was hacked. And I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, my goodness. So I had to, like, you know, get a new card and call my all the credit card companies, my uh-huh. all the accounts I have set up and everything. I had to go through this whole. So I'm like, wow, wait. It's, so I'm like, but when I saw this, you know, when I saw this on the news this week, I'm like, my God, when is this going to stop? I think 2020 is a year of security. Yeah. It's just going to keep going and going and going. And so interestingly, uh, if, if you guys watched or listened to any of our CES coverage, you heard us mention uh, one of our sponsors and that sponsor was because of this specifically because this keeps happening. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I switched to privacy because of what you just said. You mm-hmm. said that you had to go and change everywhere that all that your card was used and mm-hmm. and you always miss one. You get yep. a you get an email from from Hulu, you know, 10 days later going, "Oh, your your charge failed." Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about Hulu. <laughs> um with, yep. you know, that that I switched over <laughs> everything to to privacy so that I didn't have to deal with that. Sponsor so, just sponsor. So yeah. They, I mean, I, I don't think they're a sponsor of the show. Uh, no, they're, no, they're we, we don't have to give the promo code, but uh, right. um, I, 
Honest okay. to God, honest to God, I switched over uh, exclusively to that. I don't use anything else online mm. unless it tells me I can't not. Right. Some, some services go, I think this is a prepaid card. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely have to check it out. But I just, yeah, that's uh, that was really, um, hopefully things have to get better with this, with, you know, securing their data. They have to. I mean, companies have to get more better some way on doing better on their things so but the problem we'll is see. that we have this this culture of uh get it to market mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but, that, and screw the and screw the consequences yeah no. and that's that's where this problem comes from so <sighs> all right well we'll see what happens fingers crossed <laughs> All right. In other news, Ride um, Lift and the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, or RAIN, the nation's largest anti-sexual violation, violence organization, announced a new pilot program on Tuesday aimed at providing victims of sexual violence with resources to flee from their abusers. The program, which will roll out to select American cities, will offer 1,000 free rides to individuals seeking Christ support who contact the RAIN National Sexual the National Sexual Assault Hotline. Callers to the National um, Sexual Assault Hotline, when appropriate, we give the option to be connected with a lift ride in order to access in order to access transportation to critical assistance, such as a women's shelter, the home of a friend or family member, a police station, or to go get a rape kit. The lift driver, <clears throat> excuse me, the lift driver will not be given any indication of the purpose of the ride. And I think when I saw this, I mean that's great news, and I, that's awesome that. Um, that uh, Lyft is doing this, um, and uh, they're doing Lyft is doing a lot of great work, and this is good. This is um, good on Lyft for doing that. They're they're a really cool company, you know. Uh, we when we think of ride hailing, you know, everybody kind of thinks Uber uh, automatically, but you know, uh, Lyft is the company that if you don't have transportation to uh, the polls for uh, voting, they'll mm-hmm. take you for free. If uh, it if you've lost your job and you need help getting to a job interview, uh, Lyft might give you a ride for free. Uh, they've got all these things to to better the communities they're in. And I really like that. And I don't know if it's true, but I actually heard that this program came about because somebody within Lyft had been in a dangerous situation and didn't know how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, she came to the company Years later, you know, mm-hmm. it, Lyft wasn't around when it happened, but she came to the company and mentioned it, and boom, they found a way to uh, to uh, produce a, pro- uh, a service around it, which I think is really cool. You know, we talk at CES all the time that great mm-hmm. ideas come from things that suck, and, you know, very few things suck more than, uh, you know, domestic or, or uh, 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 sexual dangerous situations. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fact that, that – Lyft was like, we're there. Let's do it. Yeah, and I think, and and I be honest with you, I never, I heard of Lyft. I never used Lyft tool. Like, I think we're like, again, we're using CES as, as like a theme. Um, but because I went to use CES um, when I went down 2018, and mm-hmm. it was so much cheaper than a taxi. And, and if you guys, if you guys, I mean, I caution when you're going to Vegas, please do not take a taxi. Because it is expensive. It is. I did check the math. It was twenty five dollars from the airport to the plaza. Twenty five dollars. Oh. Lyft was six dollars. Uh huh. Yep. Even 
even during uh during the the balloon times uh lift is usually half of of the the taxis in vegas because they balloon too okay <laughs> most people don't know that uh, but the 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 airport rides balloon mm-hmm. just like uh, uber and lyft do because i had them try and charge me 49 dollars to get to the plaza from the airport during a balloon time and uh i i happened to have a relationship with uber at the time and uh, i got the ride for free wow <laughs> but, but they wanted 49 bucks to get me to the plaza in a taxi wow i believe it and i and also too and i and i got and i gave the guy a tip and the guy and lyft um from i mean they're very the lyft drivers that i've used i've been been awesome and mm-hmm. you know and i and they and like you said they've done great work um especially with the COVID 19 i i um they're they're paying their work, their drivers, and mm-hmm. you know, and and lo- and working out what and the support they need. So again, like I said, with uh, this is a good, uh, good on them. So it's yeah. good to see that uh, there's some good coming out of things, especially and- especially when you see companies, you know, like Uber gets crap all the time for the way they treat, <laughs> the way they mm-hmm. treat their drivers, or mm-hmm. the way they interact with their communities. And here mm-hmm. you have Lyft on the other side. I mean, I do wish their brand color was different, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, you've got Lyft on the other side out there going, what can we do to make our communities better? What, mm-hmm. How can us being here make the lives of the people in our communities better? That's a mm-hmm. totally different behavior. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right. Very good. All right. And moving on, uh, Tesla voluntarily dismisses lawsuits against Alameda County, quote, without prejudice. Of course, this was according to documents filed in a California court Wednesday, but the company did not provide any reasoning for why it was dropping the suit. Tesla and this and Tesla's um, with Elon Musk, this is unreal. Tesla sued the county on May 9th where they were um, where Tesla had some words with county officials over the shutting of his company in Fremont, California. The orders were into effect in the mid-March in order to to slow the spread of COVID-19. County officials restricted all but, quote, essential businesses from performing anything other than most minimal operations like processing payroll. Tesla fought it after he fought that after Tesla initially fought the order. Then they shut down the factory on uh, March 23rd. So and he also intended that he also tweet his tweet. Elon Musk, uh, uh, Musk tweets are really like, wow, they're out there. He tweeted that he'd intended to be on a factory floor along with his workers and dared local officials to arrest him. So now they so now the county approved the, the opening uh, the, um, the the opening the opening plan despite the company's um, already reopened despite the company already reopened uh, you know defy basically defy yeah. the orders. Whatever you think about co- about COVID nineteen, it's I I I just it might Scott it. It's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling what this man is thinking. Okay, so okay. Am I wrong? I mean, uh, on the surface, it's really hard to. And let let me preface because I'm new to your audience. Mm-hmm. I do not like Elon Musk. Okay, good. No, you're. He, <laughs> he annoys me to no end. I think he is way overhyped. Um, Agree, because he's the Agreed. guy who fought the good decisions at PayPal. Anyway, mm-hmm. so <laughs> he he and Draper are 
two people I think are way overhyped. Anyway, so <laughs> um, anyway, so so when you look at this, you know he's he's in California. California has a has a, a stay at home order, and Elon Musk is like, uh, no, and you're like, well, that's kind of a a, a stupid position to take. But mm-hmm. let's look at it. I I heard him talk on the on the subject. And I kind of came around to his way of thinking a little bit. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. Okay. He was the only car manufacturer in the United States who wasn't allowed to manufacture cars. Hmm. Every other manufacturer was allowed to manufacture. Every other company was still operating except his. Wow. So when you're in the grand scheme of things, Tesla is a small company, you know, mm-hmm. in comparison to to GM or Chrysler or Ford. Mm-hmm. Toyota, you know, Tesla is almost a joke comparatively, right? Um, in, <laughs> in, in physical size, I mean, you know, the the number of sales versus uh, versus you know Toyota are comical, um, mm-hmm. and so you you have to take advantage of of any opportunity you can. And when you're the only one who can't manufacture, which means you're the only one who can't sell, mm-hmm. you're being hurt when all of your competitors are being helped. Okay, I can understand where the concern starts to come from there because California is not going to help him out. California hates him. The state hates him. Uh, So they're not going to help him out with nothing. Mm -hmm. So he has to help himself. And if you're the only one in an entire industry who can't compete, all because you made the choice to to build in California instead of Detroit or or North Carolina. Mm. Oops. Mm. So the idea of leaving California wasn't as crazy as it sounded because he and California don't get along. This was a final nail. He was pissed. Mm. Detroit was saying, I mean, you can buy city blocks in Detroit for couch cushion change. Um, So he could literally move his entire operations for less than what he was losing being closed. Mm. I understand it. I I actually understand the reasoning. It's crazy. Yeah, is it crazy? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it was a crazy situation he was put in and he had to do something about it. Okay. So Yeah, I would I mean it's all about my my whole thing is is that I understand that, you know, health and safety health health is important, but why would you um risk, you know, I mean you're going to be well, I know he's probably losing money, but would you rather you know, what's the where's the balance between someone's life versus the versus a dollar? I, personally, I think that that line is placed on the person uh, that they okay. should be able to make their decision. If you True. don't want to, if you don't want to come into work and we're True. still paying you because there's a stay at home order. Okay. Right. If Good you point. do want to come in and keep the com- help, keep the company running. Great. There's no there's if there if there's like no help or harm either way. OK, you make the decision. Right. Uh, that that's a position I think I think is a good middle ground between the two unbelievable extremes that we're seeing right now oh absolutely my whole thing is i'm working from i work i work a a full-time job i don't want to mention the company but Mm -hmm. um i have a full-time job i'm working from home and Mm -hmm. i've heard rumors that we're going to be here working from home till september Mm -hmm. at least Uh, yeah and i'm like I want to go. I mean, I mean, don't, I mean, I love my family. I mean, I'm not, I love my family dearly. <laughs> I love my family dearly. I just, I mean, it's like, I have literally like, I, 
I'm in my dining room with my laptop, with my uh, computer and everything like that. I just, I'm like, oh, 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 please. OMG. I'm like, you, you need a change I, of view and a change of, of sound. Profile. Exactly. 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 And it's like the only thing that keeps my, that keeps my sanity, you know, more, more and more is like, I even told us to Todd, um, you know, a few weeks ago, I said, the, the, luckily the greatest joy that I have is work is EPing on the podcast because if I, and I, and this is before, before this. And I said, uh -huh. you know, and also working on my pot on this podcast, I said, if I didn't have working on this, I would be like the hair on my head would be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it, it's a different change of pace mm -hmm. it, yep. it adds some variety to the week and if you mm -hmm. don't have that variety mm -hmm. oh does th do things get stale quickly absolutely absolutely you got it yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah. all right all right. Uh, next in the news this week, a group of Senate Democrats led by Senator Amy Klobuchar um, is calling on the Trump administration Wednesday to launch an anti antitrust investigation over into Uber and Grubhub if the two companies decide to merge. In their uh, letter Wednesday, um, Klobuchar, um, Senator Cory Booker, Senator Richard Blumenthal, and Senator Patrick Leahy requested that the Justice Department and Federal Trade Commission, quote, closely monitor talks of a deal between the two food delivery companies. If they reach an agreement, reach an agreement, excuse me, the senators are asking that the government, quote, initiate investigation. I'm doing air quotes. If you guys are watching and listening or listening, I'm doing air quotes again. Um, uh, the senators said in a statement, quote, consumers should be able to look forward to a future in which online food delivery is more efficient, more innovative, and less expensive. A merger of two of the three biggest rivals in a already concentrated market, market risk deprives consumers of that outcome by potentially eliminating competition between the existing market existing market participants my thing is, is that if they want to merge merge <laughs> i mean honestly if they i mean why does the government i, I i'm not i mean we're not gonna get into politics or anything like that on this podcast but if, you know be, but me personally let them merge i mean it's am i i don't understand why they have why senators have to feel need i mean i can see back in the day where the various monopolies you know, but come on. I mean, it's like there's for, more important. Yeah, for me, it depends on it depends on the the space, right? Like how how monopolized is the space going to be? And that's where the investigation comes in, right? How mm -hmm. monopolized does the space become? Mm -hmm. uh, AT and T buying T Mobile. Well, mm -hmm. that was gonna that was gonna make T Mobile by far the largest carrier in the country t-mobile buying sprint mm -hmm. they went from three and four to three they okay they literally didn't even move up a spot so mm -hmm. so you know it, it it depends on on how monopolistic it becomes and in this case um there's another uh, sure okay uber eats is number one grubhub i think is number three so mm -hmm. and they will become number one by a large margin right Right. But still, how monopolistic is that? Well, I can right. still I can still order pizza and they're going to deliver it themselves. Um, right. I there's all kinds of things I can order that'll be delivered. Chinese food it's going to mm -hmm. be delivered by them. It's mm -hmm. not going to be delivered by Uber Eats or Grubhub. So right. I've still got in my little area here. I've still got hundreds of choices of companies to deliver food that are not yeah. Uber, Grubhub, or Postmates. Right. 
Right. Um, yep. But on top of that, none of these businesses are profitable. Mm-hmm. None of them are making money. Mm-hmm. Just like Uber and Lyft, neither of those companies are making any money. Right. The only reason they keep their lights on is because of investment money. Mm-hmm. And it's they are they are Twitter. They they are this big monolith that's messing things up for everybody else, but not because they're a good business. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. because they have a lot of outside money coming in. It's the .NET bubble 2.0. <laughs> right. And and it's, interestingly, it's being funneled money by people like Draper, who I mentioned before, um, right. who who just throw good money after bad. Ho- I, I mean, the best publicized version of this is WeWork, right? Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> That at this point, SoftBank is almost out of money in their investment fund because WeWork was such a disaster, and Uber Eats, uh, Grubhub, Postmates, all of them are the same way, and they're screwing up food delivery, and then they're eventually going to collapse out from under themselves, or their prices are going to go through the roof anyway. Mm-hmm. So, all right, two unprofitable businesses want to create one bigger unprofitable business. I don't care. Right. I just, but, I just think. But should they look into it? Should you know? Should the FTC? This is the FTC's job, right? Should they look yep. into it? Yeah, yep. probably. But do you think? Do I think they should be allowed to merge in the end? These two in particular? Yes. Do I think AT and T should have been able to buy T Mobile? No. Do I think T Mobile should have been allowed to buy Sprint? Yes. Right, and that's the and I that's what I I'm I'm like right into into your way into your thinking, Scott. That because I'm like, why would you spend? You know, and when you're in, like you're spending all this time and energy in something not really that, I guess, beneficial to for senators to look into. AT and with AT and T, that yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was like a big hullabaloo for like yeah. for like for past couple of years, and now they're, now they're with um with Sprint, and you know, God bless them. But but this is something that's that's I mean, this is something that they should let them merge and you know be done with it. But, you know, it's it's what the Justice Department does. It's what the FTC does. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like the senators are going to be taking their time to do an investigation. They're True. they're calling on the Justice Department. They're calling on the Federal Trade Commission because mm-hmm. uh, you're talking about publicly traded companies. So the FTC has to weigh in. You know, mm-hmm. they're asking them, is this going to be a problem for consumers? Right. In this case, I think the end result is no. No. But right. but the process, you know, because not everybody is in tuned to the weird inner workings of Uber Eats and Grubhub no. as no. as I am. Um, <laughs> certainly not the Justice Department. So right. you know they have to go do due diligence and make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think the informed decision will be that nobody cares. Right. Exactly. Exactly. My whole point. My whole point. Exactly. <laughs> my whole point. Exactly. All right. Um, we're going. All right. Now there's another story on um, about the FTC, and it's really long, so it's in the show notes. I'm not. We're not going to go into that right now tonight because we're um, running a little, little long, partly because of my fault, because of technical issues I had trying to plug in my headphones and trying to <laughs> listen to the recording. So Scott, you know, we're like, we're like. Like look, look like mimes. We were, you know, he was pointing at his ears. I can hear you. I couldn't hear him. So I'm looking all around. I'm looking all around. I'm like, within like three minutes, like about, I would say about a minute and a half to two minutes later, I look down. If you're watching live on the on the stream right now, I didn't plug in my headphones. We've all done it. So 
so and I, so I'm like, <laughs> so I, I apologize profusely to uh, to you guys out there and who they're listening who really doesn't who can't see anything because they're hearing it. But I just wanted to like give you some you know, <laughs> let's give you some idea what happened earlier. All right, um, the um, next up, um, this is um, Scott, um, and I mentioned to our listeners if you're new to this podcast, is a segment called "Do You Help with Your Tech." Um, so things like different websites that can help you manage your time better, time management, or where to get the best deal on um, on tech, things of that nature. So I'm going to pull up on my right now, I'm showing my screen. Give me a couple seconds. I'm going to share my screen. This was working earlier. There we go. See, it was working earlier and everything was fine, but now it's... Um, all right, we're going to try this. Okay, there we go. Okay, so um, over on lifehacker.com, how, and uh, Scott, this is for you. I timed this, and this is t- excellent with all the PC stuff going on. I decided that you help with your tech. I got a lot of good stuff here. Um, all right, first up from lifehacker.com, how to refund your PC games on Steam, Epic Games, and GOG. And thank goodness uh, we can do that now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so there's uh, there's a list, a long list here on how to get a refund on Steam, step-by-step instructions on Epic Games, um, GOG.com. Uh, I'll have that link up in the show notes for you on this week's episode. Speaking of AndroidCentral.com, the best PlayStation 4 accessories in 2020. It's their guide. Um, there's uh, back to basic. They have the DualShock 4 Soft Touch. Um, under Clean Sound Steel Series Arctis Arctis Seven, I actually have a review on that product. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See, I timed this and it worked out perfectly for it. <laughs> we we really like Steel Series products here. Okay, cool. All right, very good. All right, so there's a lot here um, on that. Um, over on again AndroidCentral.com, and I have and they have their best Chromebooks in 2020. I have a Chromebook. I love it. Um, I have a Samsung one, a Samsung Chromebook, which I really love. But interestingly, they have... Samsung doesn't make that list at all. I know. Oh, I enjoy it so much. I, it's I mean, fascinating. It is, isn't it? I mean, but so Android has their uh, Central has their own picks, the best overall to the workforce work workforce workhorse. See, that's uh, the one to say five times fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um all right, and over on um, CNET.com, um, which MacBook is right for you? MacBook Air versus MacBook Pro. Um, they give their own verses, the price, the specs. And quite honestly, Scott, and I, I mentioned this to Scott um, about, I think, a few months ago that I was looking for a new laptop. And I was tinkering with um, going with a Dell XPS 13 or a MacBook. Mm-hmm. Or uh, MacBook Air, and you and and I recommended he recommended me um, Tom's hardware, uh, Tom's hardware, and they have a great site where you can literally it's called a laptop finder. Yeah, laptopmag.com. That's it, and they have a thing where you type in like it looks ask you for what you're looking for, video processing speed, etc. And I was debating on it, and I after put everything that I wanted in, um, they had um, they had. Uh, um, uh, they had um, chosen me XPS 13, and I, I'm, I I love it to this day. I, it's it's a great. I'm, I'm using it, you know, for the uh, podcast, and you know, it's um, you know, it's top notch. Interestingly, and, uh, that laptop finder, Avram built. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I have to, you know, I have to make sure to pass along my kudos because um, it's we'll a really good, it's a really good site. And I recommend, you know, that site. Um, and we, I think we should like come up something like with getting hit with their tech with like uh, some ideas of our own, like best, you know, website checkout, you know, saving money. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can work on that um, at a later date. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, cool. All right. Um, and lastly, and do you need help with your tech over on speaking of MacBooks? Um, there is a um, over on makeuse.com where to buy refurbish refurbish MacBooks, um, the four best sites. Um, there is the Apple Store, um, there is Mac of All Trades, OWC. OWC, and... by the way, that's my pick. Okay. Okay. I didn't even <laughs> know other world computing. Okay. Yeah. O- OWC has been like the place for unofficial Mac stuff for so long. I've actually got an OWC uh, uh, doc in the other room uh, mm. that we got for a for a review a long time ago. Um, okay. I, I OWC. I mean, they make everything from inexpensive, like fairly inexpensive uh, Mac mouse and keyboard stuff, all the way up through uh, seventy five thousand dollar um rate arrays for uh movie studios oh okay (laughs) awesome all right that's good to know so good to know and lastly um they um amazon renewed and and i got mine actually through best buy (laughs) and it was on sale so (laughs) so the the important with something like that especially when you're looking at a macbook uh Mm. refurbished the thing to make sure of is whoever's doing the refurbishing is um a certified apple uh repair company right if they're if they're not it means they don't have the right tools mm-hmm. which means uh they've had to do something wrong to get into it which is never what you want gotcha. <laughs> so best buys you know best Buy best buys a partner owc is a partner amazon's a partner so okay yeah i, I didn't um yeah, I would. Yeah, I love. I love my Dell. So hopefully, when I get uh, more, maybe with some more funds, um, hopefully <laughs> I will uh, definitely um, check one of those um, that site out. Okay. All right, I've got, I've got a, a an XPS thirteen in the other room myself, so I understand. All right, very good. <laughs> All right, and we're gonna wrap up the show this week with a couple of light items. Um, and uh, when I saw this, when I saw this, and I had no idea this existed, One Plus. Um, is removing its quote-unquote <laughs> accidental x-ray functionality from its OnePlus 8 phone. And they're going to uh, remove it for an upcoming over-the-air update. It's also temporarily disabling the camera filter that can see through plastic and clothing in its in its uh, the Chinese version of the operating system until the update is released, choosing to leave it operational in the global U.S. <laughs> Although... The company had did say that the quote photochrome filter cannot see through thick materials. It apologized for creating quote creating privacy concerns and causing troubles for OnePlus users and other netizens. <laughs> what? I, I I have been racking my brain over this thing since I first read about this this filter because I I don't know what it is to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is it like, is it some sort of AI that's trying to predict what's behind the thing? Because it sure isn't actual X-ray. Right. right. And how, honest <laughs> to God, how was it an accident? 
there's no way this was an accident. This took programming time. <laughs> Scott, I, I mean, you know, back in the day when you see those magazines, and I know we're, I know you're old enough to know. <laughs> in the back of like comic books and stuff. Right. Like, Oh, like the ones that Peter Griffin got on oh, Family Guy, oh, I think, in right, the first season. Right, right. <laughs> with the with the joke gum and the, the hand buzzers and because oh. they were a joke. <laughs> and this apparently is not. No, it's not. I have not been able to put my hands on one of these phones. I have been trying. I've been oh. looking for a friend who happens to have one of these. I've okay. thought about buying one okay. just because I have to know what's going on here. I've been all week. I've been real close to going and buying one of these. I saw. I saw this in the. I saw this doing my doing the um the sh, um doing my prep um, and I looked at it and I'm like and I I was debating on. There's another story later on that we'll wrap up the wrap up this week. Um, but I'm debating on that one or this one, and I'm like, you know what? The heck would I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave both in. <laughs> I was. I was literally like. And I, I was literally cracking up and looking at, I'm reading it. I'm looking at it and I had to put this on. I had to put this on. And I'm like, this is a great way to end the week. We all need something to laugh at. And I'm like, how is it possible? My phone, I have a pixel three, pixel three XL, a pixel three, a XL. I'm like, I would like give my right arm to have that feature. And I'll be so cool. Privacy be damned. <laughs> If for no other reason than to know what it is you're looking at. Right. Right. Exactly. OMG. I was like, so I was so Scott, this will like crack me up when I saw this. I was like, I'm like, please. I mean, I have never ever in my life heard of this feature until I saw this. And like you said, accidentally. <laughs> okay. So it's a color filter. And BGR tested it. I'm looking at a photo. It's a guy in an Apple employee t-shirt, one of the black, the like the really old, all black Apple employee t-shirts. Okay. And he, and he has got a piece of paper under his shirt with writing on it. And damn it, when you turn the filter on, you can read the sheet of paper through his shirt. Wow. No kidding. Oh, my goodness. I'm shocked. I didn't, oh. uh, and now I have to get one of these. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <clears throat> oh, and oh my goodness. That's funny. How much am I about to spend? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I, oh well. How much? I don't, I, I don't know that 800 bucks is enough to mess around with this. <laughs> that, might, that might be more than I'm willing to put into, into a, a, a prank. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, Oh, that would be, I would love to get one as a review unit review unit. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh, I did. I needed that Scott that I needed that. I really did. I, I mean, I really need, I think, like I said before, we all need a laugh. And, and I, when I saw, and this was kind of blown up a little bit on, on the tech news, um, various sites. And, and I'm like, no, can't be, can't be. And, and I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. 
I will absolutely send you this BGR link so you can oh, see this I, photo. I, I it appreciate is, it. It is unbelievable. I cannot believe what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah, please send it to me. I would. I, I'm gonna have to look at. It. All right. Awesome. All right. Last up uh, this week, um, Microsoft Solitaire. Remember Solitaire back in the day? Well, it has celebrated its 30-year anniversary. Um, it came along on um, Windows 3.0, um, launched in 1990, and still being played by millions of people per month. And when I was working on this, you mentioned that there was an inaccuracy, and you said it wasn't removed in Windows 8? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So... So in Windows 8, it became a universal app, or what we now know as a universal app. It was a Windows 8 or a Metro app at the time. And they mm -hmm. integrated Xbox Live, so you mm -hmm. can get Xbox Live achievements and all kinds of stuff. And uh, They even had it on Windows Phone 8. Like They expanded it in, uh, in, in 8. And it, it's so funny because most people don't know why Solitaire was included in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, Microsoft included it as a way to teach you how to use the mouse because it used it used every aspect of the mouse. Um, there was regular mouse pointing, there was clicking, there was clicking and dragging, there was double clicking, all the things that were essential to using a mouse were mm -hmm. all part of the interface of Solitaire, which is the reason why they, they built the game and included it in, uh, in Windows. Okay. So you could learn how to use the mouse. I and love here, it. And here we are 30 years later, people are still playing it, even though you know how to use the mouse. Uh, mm -hmm. But in Windows 8, it also taught you how to use a, a touchscreen. So it, okay. you know, here we were 25 years later, and it was still doing the job that it was intended to do, teaching mm -hmm. you how to use your computer, which I think is pretty cool. It is pretty cool, and I didn't, and I, I be, be honest with you, I, I played played it, and also I played Minesweeper. Uh -huh. Oh, that was, that was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Minesweeper was, taught you how to use a right click, which uh, Solitaire yep. was before a right click. <laughs> right. Yep, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I loved it. But I got so disappointed that when I got that bomb, I'm like, oh, oh I got to start all over again. Oh, but but Microsoft, and it was so cool to, when you when you actually like quote unquote beat it, mm -hmm. and like the, the cards like flow and you know dance around. I was like, I was like the, the greatest thing. That was the greatest thing. Sliced bread. That was great. That that iconic. <laughs> noise as the cards go flying right yep <laughs> <laughs> right and the bouncing and, doop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop. yep <laughs> yep exactly right exactly right now there's a um there's a uh, event going on um right now and so on and i'll bring the bring it up right now on um the um pull it up right now on this facebook page right now um where let me just pull it up here do this real quick and get this out of here. There we go. Okay. Yeah, they're over on Microsoft. Um, they have the event going on right now. So if uh, if you're listening to us li watching live, or if you're listening to us later, you know, well, I'm sure you can play it afterwards. So it'll, it'll, uh, <laughs> it's an ongoing event right now. Um, I'm not going to play. This is going to be a thing, a YouTube thing. I don't want to get uh, copyright <laughs> copyrighted, but. <laughs> So if you want to play, um, go on there right now. They have an event going on at Microsoft.com. It's under Microsoft Solitaire Collection. So if you definitely want to check it out. And uh, uh, just to, to throw some some uh, information, the direction of, of one of our friends, if you're watching, you'll see uh, the Celebrate Every Day, the National Day calendar. Um, today is uh, National Solitaire Day. Oh, okay. 
and that was that's from uh that's from uh what's his name oh i forgot his name already marlo, marlo and alice marlo marlo marlo's a good dude yeah Marlo's a good dude so yeah he has a great website and um and also is a calendar out so definitely uh two thumbs up on that okay that is the tech news from this week um for friday may 22nd thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode show notes from this episode um can be found at gncweekly.com also um be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com uh, be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com for a slash live for the um, Geek News Central podcast. And then be sure to come over um, to watch and tune into live stream it's Friday evenings, 8 p.m. Eastern time, roughly, <laughs> with technical issues notwithstanding. <laughs> um, so please be sure to um, like and subscribe to the channel. It will help greatly for the podcast to grow. Um, and um, you can check out... Uh, and if you have any questions, comments, feedback, love to hear from you. Um, again, gncweekly.com forward slash connect. Um, uh, Scott, thank you again for coming on to the podcast as a co-host. Um, do you want to pass along um, F5 Live is, uh, Professional Technologies this coming Sunday? Do you want to want to uh, give any um, plugs or anything that's coming up? That's coming up. Um, I don't have the show all planned out yet, but uh, Sunday night at 9 p.m. F5live.tv slash join us. And uh, if you're not able to join us live, that's okay. Plughitslive.com slash subscribe. Cool. That's Excellent. our version of Connect. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Very good. Awesome. All right. Um, I'm on at my Twitter. Um, I'm at Kirk Corliss. Um, Scott, are you at Plugits Live or? Yeah, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. You can also uh t-t-t-m-a-b-o but that's harder to remember than plug it's yeah. live <laughs> right so that's, that's why i use plug it's, plug it's live yeah. too yeah. It, it it stands for something but we won't <laughs> right <laughs> all right very good all right um till next friday evening um so long for the geek news Cent geek central gnc we can review podcast till then so long ciao Right, and I'm going to end this, uh, right. and I will give me a couple seconds. I'm going to do that right now.